Hey everybody, welcome to another glorious week here at the Doe and Five O Show. Joe, back in your youthful days when you're about 12 years old, you segued into your adulthood by drinking that nasty beer in Wisconsin. What was that called again? Kingsbury beer. Kingsbury beer. Yeah. Uh, once you got your pubes in when you're about 11, 12, 13 years old in Wisconsin, it's because you drank Kingsbury. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so, but okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, are you a big mustard fan? I, I, mustard's okay. That's a no. <laughs> it's all right. I'll um, put it on my hamburger. On your hamburger? Yeah. Uh, well, if, you, the, if, you, if you're an American, you know that the French's mustard is probably the most well-known mustard brand here in the United States. Okay. Uh, they're, di they're, they're diving into the, uh, the beer uh, category now, Joe. That's a terrible idea. Beer. Beer, uh, and mustard, mustard flavored beer. <laughs> oh, that's that's just really a terrible idea. Uh, the article reads: Do you remember last year when French's made mustard ice cream? Oh no, <laughs> no, I didn't know about that. I one. didn't know about that one either. Must <laughs> that would have been a story. <laughs> uh, well, French has announced this week that it will bring the world a uh, mustard beer, whether you want it or not. Would it be not? Uh, the beer is described as a tropical wheat beer. It's brewed with French's classic yellow mustard and infused with key lime, lemon, tangerine and passion fruit to create a tart, fresh flavor. You know what I'm thinking right now? <laughs> Not even on this show can I tell you what I'm thinking right now. I'll tell you when the camera's off, but <laughs> all those fruits and tart flavor and... That might be good for the next food challenge. Chug a uh, can of mustard beer. <laughs> <laughs> Wash it down with some uh, stinky fish or whatever, whatever that stuff is. <laughs> that, what was that again? Vegemite. Vegemite, yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Every once in a while I open that up and smell it just to remind myself <laughs> how much I didn't like it. Uh, moving on. Shoplifter caught thanks to his I Pooped Today t-shirt. Shoplifter's been jailed after he was caught by police thanks to a rather unique t-shirt that featured the words I Pooped Today on the front of it. You could say he landed himself in some deep shit there, Joe. You could say that. Uh, John Hunt was wearing a novelty t-shirt as he distracted staff members at a Walmart in Wichita Falls, Texas allowing his alleged partner in crime, Kevin LaPointe, to jack items from the store. Local reports claim the pair were chased by staff after stealing a number of expensive items, but were too quick and managed to escape with the goods. After calling the police, the Walmart employees highlighted the distinctive t-shirt in their description of the thief. One of the cops immediately re recalled the exact same item of clothing from images of Hunt and a, and a, of Hunt and a separate robbery. According to the Metro, the latest bus is just one of a long list of the shop. Shoplifters. He wears the same shirt for every heist. <laughs> Apparently. Hey, hey, let's go rob a store today. Well, let me get my poop shirt on. <laughs> well, according to the newspaper, uh, his late, this latest bus is just one on a long list of his uh, previous arrests, spanning all the way back to 2014, with charges including assault, theft, and driving without a seatbelt. After the cop, <laughs> <laughs> why is that on there? <laughs> uh, after cops caught up with him this time around, he pled guilty to his crimes on Friday, and he was jailed for nine months. Uh, basically he, uh, <laughs> so he goes into Walmart with his buddy. They, they, uh, they steal about $600 worth of goods. And then I wonder what they stole or $600 that they could just run off with it. Nobody could catch them. Yeah. It wasn't a TV or, but at least he was trying to be uh, lay low with his non flashy t-shirt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, usually you get really crappy descriptions of people when people, you know, see some type of crime have occurred, but. This guy's not even helping himself out with a t-shirt. No, <laughs> no. I, I always say that crooks get caught most of the time because they're not very smart about what they're doing. Uh, Rhode Island mistakenly issued tax refund checks signed by Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, 
<sighs> Rhode Island issued 176 tax refund checks this week, signed by the iconic duo Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse instead of the state treasurer and controller. The misprint was a result of a technical glitch in the division of the taxation's automated refund check printing system. Somebody did that on purpose. That's bullshit. <laughs> Mickey and Walt's invalid signature lines were accidentally sourced from the division of the uh, test print files. The names of the state treasurer Seth Magaziner and state controller Peter Keenan should have been on the checks. The checks were mailed to taxpayers on Monday and related to various business taxes, including sales tax, corporate, and tax credit refunds. A majority of them were corporate tax refunds. Uh, the tech checks have since been voided and they cannot be deposited, and they will get the correct checks out into the mail within a week. How I've, the, I've yeah. never looked at that signature. I'd have cashed it. <laughs> but yeah, that's bullshit. It wasn't a glitch. There's no way it was a glitch. Somebody thought it'd be funny. I would have done it. I'd be looking for another job and right how, now. How's that a glitch in Rhode Island? That's not where Mickey Mouse lives. No, no. I, I, it's all crap. They're trying to cover their butts. Man who lost his penis becomes the first in the world to have a new one built on his arm. Don't you hate when you lose your penis? Yeah. Real bummer. It's like, hey, honey, honey, have you seen my penis? I could have swore I put it by my keys, but I cannot find it anywhere. Did the dog get it? <laughs> Well, a dad who lost his penis to a horrific blood infection has become the first man in the world to have a new one built on his arm. What? That doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> Malcolm McDonald, age 45, was giving an extra two inches. Winner, winner. <laughs> wiener, wiener. By the surgeons, but a <laughs> series of delays mean he has lived with it on his limb for four years. Malcolm, a mechanic, is in desperate need for his $65,000 funded appendage, which he has nicknamed Jimmy, to be finally transferred to where it should be. But he can still see the funny side of it dangling from his arm and in awe of the medics who helped turn his life around. He said, of course, it is mad having a penis on your arm, but they can make me a new penis in it all, and it is quite an incredible feat. Uh, it looks like something out of a weird sci-fi comic, but it's my chance at a normal life. It's been the first step towards Wait being able to go There's to the toilet. There's a penis on his arm. It's the chance for a normal life. <laughs> Apparently. I take it they're going to put it back as soon as his wounds heal or something like that, right? Uh, well, it looks like it's a... Uh, it's it's there's a lot of delays due to the uniqueness of the situation and then the fact that the surgery is going to cost him 65 grand to get it moved from well why did they put it on his arm though <laughs> i don't know. how much did it cost to do that i don't know why would you want a penis on your arm i oh i think they they put i i don't know if it if it has to be there so long there there's a lot of holes in this story don't say it <laughs> don't say it <laughs> i know what you're thinking <laughs> <laughs> Naked man arrested for fighting with security guards at a local drive-in. Is this in Florida? Um, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. That's weird. A naked man was arrested Sunday when state police said he fought with security guards at the drive-in at a theater in Butler County. Troopers were called to the Starlight Drive-In on North Main Street Extension in Center Township after Ronald Sitto, age 28, of Madison, Ohio, allegedly took off his clothes and became belligerent. He's also accused of punching three people when he was asked to leave. <laughs> When troopers arrived and tried to take him into custody, state police said he became aggressive and began to resist arrest. Sido was eventually arrested and taken to Butler Memorial Hospital to be checked out. He is also facing multiple charges. I wonder if he resisted arrest without violence or was it that's that how it says? Yeah. Well, this isn't Florida, so God only knows. It's uh, still kind of perplexed about Penis man. <laughs> <laughs> Thief leaves brutal message after stealing back their own bicycle. A Dublin cyclist has gone viral after leaving a brutal yet brilliant message behind when they stole back their own bike. According to the note they left in the bicycle's place, the original owner was just reclaiming what was rightfully theirs. The handmade sign was spotted in the Dublin district of Smithfield. 
Passersby evidently thought it was hilarious as they shared pictures of it taped to the railing on social media. The message, which was scribbled in bright orange ink, reads, If you're looking for the gray bike, I stole it back. It was mine. Photos and serial number to prove it. So long, sucker. Ha ha, loser. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, no word on the uh, guy that stole the bike originally, what his thoughts were. I, I wonder <laughs> if he's going to call the police. Yeah. All right. That's all I got for this week of news. It's time for this week, Florida. Down to Florida. We welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rays every day in Florida. I'm in Florida. The sun is setting over Tampa Bay. It's like a Caribbean holiday every day in Florida. All right, everybody, welcome to This Week in Florida. We're going to start, Joe, where a urinating man causes an uproar after onlookers tell him to please stop. Out of Upper Key Largo, Florida, you could call this a pissing match if you'd like. Mm -hmm. Two men were arrested after what a Monroe County deputy said was a ruckus that started after a firefighter chose a very public place in plain sight to relieve himself. Deputy said they responded to Gilbert's Resort around 7.25 p.m. Thursday and about 15 people involved were involved in this melee. Witnesses told deputies that a man, later identified by police as Nicholas Snyder, exposed himself on the dock and began to urinate into the water in public view of women and children. Snyder, age 42, then pushed someone several times who attempted to intervene. When deputies caught up with Snyder, a uh, firefighter slash EMT, he was boarding a boat with another man identified as Adrian Cabrera, age 36. One of the deputies told the men to stay on the boat at the dock, but instead Cabrera, at the helm of the twin engine of, 30, uh, of a 30-foot boat, took off. Deputies caught up with Snyder and Cabrera nearby at the boat ramp at the Caribbean Club Bar. Snyder was charged with battery, while Cabrera was charged with fleeing and eluding. Both were taken to jail. Dumbass. <laughs> and they didn't even go far. I mean, they're so stupid. Man jumps on hood of moving semi on Florida Turnpike. Beats on windshield for miles. Out of Boynton Beach, Florida, a man is being evaluated at a hospital after bizarre behavior on the Florida Turnpike. Florida Highway Patrol received a call from the passenger in a Toyota SUV at 1 p.m. on Saturday who said that the man he was driving behind with began acting strange. The passenger then said the driver then stopped on the southbound ramp of exit 86, got out of the car, and began walking on the highway. He then climbed over the median wall from the southbound to the northbound side, slowing traffic. He then proceeded to jump on top of a moving semi and began beating on the windshield with his hands. So how, we'll, do you, how do you get up on a semi? Well, we got some video here, so let's get, a, get that loaded up. Is he got just his shorts on or something? Oh my god! <laughs> no, he's trying to shake him off. <laughs> Stop doing that. Watch the car. <laughs> I'd be afraid to get too close you jump on my car <laughs> that guy's gonna die 
That semi's not slowing down, is he? If that guy falls off, he's going under the, the truck. Uh, state trooper eventually saw the truck and stopped it, and he detained the uh, truck jumper. He was taken to Wellington Regional Hospital uh, while the Florida Highway Patrol continues to investigate the incident. <laughs> Might be time for you to take over the stories for the day. <laughs> we wouldn't want that. Lord. I, I can't even see the writing on your... I can only see the pictures. Naked Florida man tells deputies... There we go. I was waiting for the naked. He's Batman. I'm Batman. Oh. Maybe he is. Out of Inglewood, Florida, a southwest Florida man is accused of wandering around in a hotel naked and identifying himself as Batman. I'm Batman. Christopher L. Jackson, age 49, of Inglewood, was arrested Friday and charged with loitering and exposure of sexual organs. The, the uh, Charlotte County Sheriff's Office responded to a call at the Suncoast Inn in Inglewood late Friday after the hotel managers reported that a naked man had tried to enter his room. Deputies found Jackson at a table outside the motel. Jackson claimed to have a room at the motel and had ac accidentally locked himself out of his room, but the manager said Jackson was not a registered guest there. I made multiple attempts to obtain his name and date of birth, to which he replied with, I'm Batman, I'm Batman. the deputy wrote in the arrest report. <laughs> the deputy decided to seek out the motel surveillance footage. Uh, video footage shows Jackson climbing through the guardrail that li lines the building. Jackson then went to the third floor and stripped off his clothing. Jackson then began going door to door, attempting to gain entry into rooms. The deputy found Jackson's clothes on a discovered and discovered a glass pipe, probably not his, <laughs> uh, nope. Officials later learned Jackson had a warrant out of Sarasota County for a larceny charge. He remains at the Charlotte County Jail on a $1,000 bond. Batman. He has clothes on now, though. <laughs> all right, that's all we got for this week in Florida. Time for this week in good news. Oh. All right, everybody, welcome to This Week in Good News. We've got a few different stories this week. We're going to start off where a teaching assistant runs 31 marathons, Joe, in 31 days to raise oh money for a God. zoo. Oh, my God. That's incredible. A teaching assistant has uh, just completed his 31st marathon in as many days as he raises money for Chester Zoo. That isn't all the 41-year-old Brendan Rendell has been doing either. Because 31 marathons clearly aren't enough, this is all off the back, uh, back of a half a marathon a day during June. Brendan, from Manchester, would sometimes start his marathon running at 4 a.m., completing 18 miles before starting his workday. He would then finish the rest of the mileage afterwards. The final feat for Brendan to compete will be a run from Salford Quays all the way to Chester Zoo. He'll be running 35 miles in a fancy dress and plans to do this on the 3rd of August. Uh, we got some pictures up there. He wears quite the colorful costume while he does this. Uh, speaking to Lad Bible, Brendan, who works with children with special educational needs, said, During the lockdown, I wanted to do a challenge. After seeing that Ch the, the Chester Zoo was in need of help, I was inspired to do my bit, my bit. Having completed running challenges before I came up with the idea to run a half a marathon every day in June, followed by running the marathon distance in July to complete in the challenge for a final 35-mile run from Medea City to Chester Zoo, I came up with the idea to run in animal costumes to make me smile and laugh. I felt that was important with the year we were having. It's also a great way to raise money. So basically, people have made donations for him. On, it just on, seems on like they're. So. I mean, I think it's cool that he did that. I'm amazed. I did I tell you I've run a marathons before? No. It's weird to think that somebody this tall with legs span only this far could. Run, but I, <laughs> I've run in marathons, and I'll tell you what. 
it kicked my ass. But um, to, I can't even imagine. I could barely walk the next day after running. And I have somebody run one every day. But aren't there better ways to raise money? I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't, if I'd hear that story, that's pretty cool. I don't know if I'd <laughs> donate money for it. Well, apparently it worked because it's helping out the zoos. Well, if, yeah, and I think that's a great idea. That's a, I mean, it's a great cause, not a great idea. A uh, woman in Vancouver is reunited with her missing teddy bear, which had her late mother's uh, voice recorded on it. And I'll load up a video here for you guys to watch. It's a 45-second clip. So for those of you that just listened to the podcast version, basically this lady had a backpack that looked like she set it down on the ground and left it unattended for a minute, which she just can't do in today's world. That seemed like a stupid thing to do. But she had a teddy bear that had a, I don't know if you've ever seen those before, but you can get stuffed animals now with personalized voice boxes in them. Where I you have can, some you pictures know, like that. Cool. And uh, it had a recording of her late mother's voice in there telling her she loved her. Aww. And the bear was in that backpack that got uh, lifted. And uh, Ryan Reynolds, who's a Hollywood actor... Offered a $5,000 reward for the return of the bear, and uh, ultimately somebody located it and was able to return it to her. So, <laughs> Two good Samaritans. Probably, Probably one of them yeah. that stole it, Probably. and he got $5,000 because all he had was a damn bear in it. <laughs> <laughs> but she got her, she got the thing back that mattered, that mattered to her. So, But I don't understand if it really meant that much to her, why she had it in a backpack laying on the ground in, in a store. Listen, man, this is good news. You're sitting here busting Sorry, my balls okay, about Sorry, okay, you're right. You're, you're busting right. My, my chops about segueing into something you don't want to talk about. <laughs> okay, okay. It was great news. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan Reynolds. That was a wonderful story. Get me started on something. I don't know. <laughs> Muggers, muggers targeted a 77-year-old grandma and regretted it immediately. I love these kind of stories. When three would-be muggers targeted a 77-year-old grandmother, they assumed she'd be an easy target. They couldn't have been more wrong. All too often, people underestimate the elderly, but here's why you should never judge a book by its cover. Uh, British grandmother Win Winifred Peel was out and about when she, was stopped by, when she stopped at the ATM for some cash. That's when three teenager, teenage tooligans... Piper, Florin, and Felix all spotted her. Uh, Say those names again, because that just listen, makes man, me laugh. I can't even say a normal sentence. <laughs> Piper, today. I'm struggling. Piper, something, and Felix. Florin and Florin, Felix. Well, no wonder they're angry, young men. <laughs> the three robbers thought they'd found an easy target. They came up behind Winifred. Am I saying that right? Winifred. Winifred. Yeah. Winifred. Attempting to shove her out of the way after she logged into the ATM with her bank card. But the 77-year-old grandma is no pushover. The, gran the granny of four, who has a bit of a stubborn streak, goes to the gym several times a week. I would never hand anything over without a fight. My three brothers have ribbed me about it, she says. We used to fight all the time when we were growing up, so I suppose I'd learned to look after myself. So when she sensed the robbers behind her, her first instinct was to fight back. She grabbed 19-year-old Felix by the collar and bashed his head into the ATM several times. <laughs> uh, oh, I wish. There's got to be a video on this. Uh, this is probably the last thing the trio expected when the muggers targeted a 77-year-old grandmother. But Winifred wasn't ready to hand over cash without a fight. I just thought, you're not having my money, young man. 
The thieves did wind up getting away with her money, but not for long. The bank refunded Winifred's money right away and even sent her flowers. Meanwhile, the uh, CCTV footage of the muggers circulated and all three were arrested and put in jail. I'm pleased they've been locked up, or otherwise, but they would be looking for more people to rob who maybe wouldn't have been able to look after themselves like I was, said the tough granny. Moral of the story? Don't mess with Grandma. I, th they should really release that video. <laughs> I want to see Felix getting his face bashed in. <laughs> Well, that's all we got for uh, good news. You got anything you want to share before we get out of here this week? I don't think so, no. All right. Now it's time to segue into this week's fourth segment, Political Garbage. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> and, and let's see, today's what, Sunday? So Monday, Lee's going to be looking for another job. All right, so that's all we got for this week on the Doe and 5 show. We should actually do a political garbage right now. Just don't show it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that could be the page description. Page description. <laughs> if you had all the outtakes and all the stuff that we were really saying, that would be a good video. You know what? I think we'd do really well doing that. It's just that we'd have to make money right away because you yeah. wouldn't have a job. <laughs> I still would. All right, well, that's all we got on this week's show. Appreciate everybody uh, tuning in and listening along, and we'll see you guys next week. Take care. You think I'd look good with a penis on my arm? Got one on your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>